Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Here We Sew Again, the podcast where three sewists from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Kate Dinard. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Amanda Carestio. Today on the podcast, we'll play a little game of this or that. Y'all, it's been a long time since we've played a game, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's going to be fun. And then, as always, we'll share a little something in our Sew Inspo segment. And as you can hear, we have a special guest. I know. Yet again, we have a special guest. I love him. I think he's. I I wish you guys could see how cute he is. He really is so cute. So he is very cute. It makes all the sleepless nights all that much better when I wake up to this precious little face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Besides having a cute little baby to hang out with all night long and all day long, um, how are y'all doing? Um, I'm doing pretty well. I was telling you before we started recording, um, I'm working on my uh, fall soaps, which is, uh, you know, it's a little early, but soap requires some cure time Mm -hmm. and I want to be ready for a show in September. So um, my room right now smells like apples and cinnamon and caramel. So that doesn't suck at all. It's like the, the room, like scent check that we do yes the room scent check we haven't done one for a while because i haven't been making a lot of soap over the summer but uh yes today it's very folly and lovely oh i both love and like despise that because i'm like i love fall and like fall smells but i'm like so not not ready not ready no not not ready ready. i'm not ready i'm not ready either this is like my little i'm gonna have my little touch of fall and then i'm gonna go hide it in my office where i cure my soaps and then not deal with it for another you know four weeks yep Yep. It's still so hot here, but I feel like the last couple of mornings, like I've been up earlier and there's just been a little bit of cool to the air and it's been kind of nice. I heard 
geese today. Oh, yeah. And I don't know that they're actually migrating yet because that would be silly, but it made me think of the migration yeah, in the fall. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I was telling Kate, I kind, I had one single, like, very quick moment where I was like, I kind of miss my fall shoes, um, <laughs> my winter shoes. <laughs> Even though I'm like, I'm such a sandals person and I will probably wear sandals. I will wear sandals as long as humanly possible into the Colorado winter, but, um, kind of, so maybe, maybe it's creeping in there a little bit, but I know we also have like probably two and a half months here of pretty hot weather still coming. So September, usually I know here it's, it gets hot in September, Mm -hmm. so Uh Oh, I thought of you, Amanda. I was at the mall the other day. Sometimes it's just so hot and I just need to take Jay for a walk. So I go to the mall. It's the perfect place for a walk. And I saw all these platform Tiva sandals. Mm. Like they were, and I was like, I I was so close to buying them. And as I thought of you, I always think of you when I see Tiva sandals. Were we, I don't know if we talked about it on air, but did we talk about the platform Crocs that just came out? No, we didn't. Okay. Not uh, I know. Um, I'm obsessed with all of them. I love them so much. We we my uh Ruby is has a birthday coming up and we got her. We didn't get her the super platform ones that just came out with the really big um like the chunky heel. The chunky heel. But we did get her some chunky oh, crocs with like a a nice little platform in them. So I um, mm-hmm. nice. had that on the brain. Mm-hmm. Thanks for thinking of I- me. I know. Well, I was I was first to the the Croc platform game when they first came out with their platform. I had platform Crocs two years ago. Did you? So I did. They came out with their first like really. I bought them instantly. So the world's just catching up. I do remember that. No, I just joking. I remember. I think we were like talking about which color you should get or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just, the good thing about Crocs though, like, and although like white shoes are very scary cause they can get dirty, but, um, I like, I had, I did my Croc bath the other, after our laundry episode, yes. I did my Croc soup bath for like cleaning and they look brand new. So like now everyone thinks I got the brand new ones, but you know, I just, I've had them for two years <laughs> and I love them. Ruby's going to love them so much. She's oh going to love them. Ah, oh, what color did you get? She got, we got her like a marbled, it's like Ooh. tan and peach and white. Oh, Ooh, really pretty. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Like her, her style is so different now. And it's like, I, I just love, I love learning about what she's into style wise. We went thrift shopping last night and spent a lot of time like picking out some things, um, for back to school, just to kind of get her started on some wardrobe pieces. And it was fun. It was fun. I just need to get into the, what are those things that you put on them? Gibbets? Yeah. Gibbets. I need to get, I'm like really, I have, don't have any for like my seven pairs of Crocs. I think I need to get on that sort of level of, yeah. of Crocs. Cause they can really like make, make them fun for sure. I wonder if there are any sewing themed gibbets. Probably not. <gasps> oh, I, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to find out. Um, we'll report back. <laughs> report back. Yep. Well, lovely. Um, let's jump into so what's new. Um, Meg, I see you have a couple of patterns on the list. You always do such a good job finding good stuff. Yeah, well, you do. It's, 
again, like, you know, just shopping. I'm on my phone shopping all the time. Like, it's so funny. Like, my father in law sent me like an Instagram reel last night. I burst out laughing. It was like, um, like a freight ship. And it was like, when my wife's like, Amazon packages come the next day. <laughs> And I was like, yes, I know. <laughs> I've seen that in relation to like a fabric order. Like there's a yeah, oh, one out there for like when my fabric yeah. arrives. <laughs> but I have a pattern. I have the um wait, one from last the hallow dress. I have it printed out. So that was from last uh last week. So that's still on my list. But um this pattern, uh, I love this wrap pattern from Sycamore Road, the Cameron wrap dress. It's just like, it's kind of, I guess, folly. Like I could so see this as like a fall dress and it's like has a robe element comfort to it, but it's also elegant. And I just, I really loved this pattern. I instantly saved it when, when I saw it released. Yeah, I love it. I love the sleeves. And mm-hmm. the, I like the hem. Is that, would that yeah. be like, a, is that a tulip hem or yeah. similar? Yeah, no, I guess it would be, yeah. So it's cute. It's different. I know. I really like it. Very cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then my next one, I saw this one a lot on Instagram. Me too. They, a lot of, they were doing a lot of testing of it and it just got released for sale. And I'm very intrigued by it. It's from Stay Stitch Pattern Company. It's the Malibu shirt. And it's like this collared button-up shirt with no buttons, which I love, no hand sewing. But it's like this like, like almost twist detail. And I just think it's so cute. I love this top so much. It's super cute. Yeah, yeah, that is that is really neat, and I have Isn't no it? idea how to actually describe it. Uh-huh. So, um, so people who are interested should definitely come check out the link in our show notes and just take a look at this very cool like twist twist on the um on this top because it is very very neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. There is a category of shirts like this, right? With the like twist in the front I can't remember what it's called yeah I thought I could pull it up from the the old brain but the old no. <laughs> this one is this is so cool I felt I feel like everybody was like that is amazing how do you do that like it's just you kind of want to get mm-hmm. in and know how how it works with the twist I know I like the plaque mostly want twisted. to yeah, get it for the instructions yeah. just to say, like, how is that done? Because, yeah. like, I don't know if it's, like, done why, if you actually do twist. I mean, you probably could if you did have, like, the a fabric with two good size. But if you don't, I, I, I think I saw a close-up where I did see some, like, hand stitching on, like, the, on, like, on that twist or something. I'm not sure. So I'm, like, I'm super curious. I'm, like, there's a 99% chance that I'm going to purchase this pattern and then make it within the next, I don't know, six months when I, <laughs> when I put together 20 minute increments. But I do love this top. Again, like even like long sleeve for mm-hmm. fall could be so cute. Like no button. I mean, I probably would put like a few buttons just so I wouldn't have to wear like a tank yeah. underneath. Even just like a hook and eye. I would do a little hook and eye so you get that kind of like flowy open feel but um it kind of stays together at the top but yeah anyways I really like that um double gauze version too I had been thinking about like if I could do a double gauze button up 
because I would probably try it, but I've been a little scared, but it looks like maybe you can do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have a double gauze um, button up that I got at the thrift store. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, I wear it all the time yeah. and it's green. I mean, I think the, the thrift, the thrift store gods have really been in my favor lately. Oh, and we got, oh my gosh. I just, um, you can tell I don't talk to many people. <laughs> We found the cutest little tricycle at the thrift store. It's like retro and like, oh, it's the cutest thing. It has little tassels and it has like a little um, push thing for us. Anyways, that was just, we saw it and then we came home and I immediately sent Julian back out to get it. I was like, I kept thinking about it. I'm like, we got to get it before it's gone. So anyways. So cute. My train of thought. All right. Yes. (laughs) I have a quick one to share. The new um, pattern from True Bias is the Aster Top and Dress. And it's a really cute uh, tank top with a square neckline up front, which is so funny because I feel like we were just talking about that, um, like seeing that a lot this year. But this one's different. um, And it has a square armhole, um, buttons in the back, French darts, so it's a bit more fitted. There's a crop top version and a dress version. And I just, I, I love all the details. I love the buttons up the back. Like, I feel like that Mm -hmm. is so cute and really different. Like that neckline is pretty different. I think it's, again, I haven't really, I didn't study it to figure out how it's done, but I think there's, there's a facing option and then a full lining option to kind of get that squared off neckline. Um, But it's super cute. It is super cute. Um, I swear I had a, a top like this, very like this when I was in like junior high or something. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't know that I would wear it myself because I don't think it, it really fits into my style either, either version, but I really like it and mm-hmm. would be very happy to see somebody else wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, like Jay. I think it's cute. I feel like you could also, you could wear something under it and kind of treat it like a pinafore dress, like a, a t-shirt mm-hmm. or maybe even a long sleeve. Um, it is fitted, so you probably couldn't do something too bulky, but it's it's not incredibly fitted. It's not. Um, it's still a little bit on the boxy side, even with. The oh, definitely. Side. So, yeah, I just I thought it was cute. It was really different. And again, totally cute. Like I kind of wanted to take a look and see how it's constructed because it looks it's interesting because it looks like the bodice and the strap is all one piece. Yeah. Which is cool. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I like it. I'm just, um, wondering how the, I would do that. The buttons. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on how fitted it is. Yeah. You you could just, I would make it so you could just slide it on. Um, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's my personal preference, but it's cute yeah. cause I just, I saw someone at uh, one of my recent markets wearing something like this. It was much bigger, um, much boxier. Uh, but I think it was originally intended, like it was cute from the front and then she turned around and there were buttons in the back <gasps> and I feel oh, like I love that. you could, you could wear it either way, which was kind of cute, like neat, uh, to think about in terms of like a versatile garment. So I think I already mm-hmm. had it on the brain. Oh, that we should do a podcast episode. I'm writing it down on this receipt that I have about patterns, like about all like the like dramatics in the back. Yeah, that would be cool. Like just all about the back because it's so cool if you see something so like just simple in the front, and then you it has this like great detail or like 
like there's a lot of patterns that are like that and I think like I just love that so much yeah I'd also I think we should do one on like versatile patterns like that too like things that you can wear multiple ways I mean I feel like there's oh, there's yeah. probably less things that are um there are I mean there are plenty that are designed that way um but and then sometimes you just make something and then you realize you want to wear it a different a different way than mm-hmm. was intended mm-hmm. yeah 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 no I love this pattern I saw when I saw this released and I thought it was super cute the square neckline yeah I like that neckline and if I may throw in one one little thing that I tend to think about is a great pattern for uh machine embroidery oh yeah <gasps> oh yes that is such a good thought Kate for sure like a little like detail up the strap and like mm-hmm. de- oh it would be yeah for yeah sure. or you could or you could do, you know, around the straps and the neckline mm-hmm. or, you know, it, it's, it's a great, it's a great canvas. It um, is. That's a great point. Huh. Good finds. I know. Absolutely. Well, shall we take a little break before we hop into our main segment? It's a game. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, now we are jumping in with a little game. Um, I also had a note in our next game episode, we can bring back some bowl questions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But this is, we're just doing a little fun game of this or that, which is just, I love doing these types of, um, you know, these types of games. Because it it gets you thinking a little bit more, you know, (laughs) about what you prefer. And I don't know, just lighthearted and fun. So Amanda, you have some to kick us off. I do, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I love this game too, because I feel like we've been chatting about sewing for so long I feel like I know you guys really well Um, but there's always a surprise and I feel like maybe there are some on this list that we haven't talked about so Mm -hmm. we'll see we'll see and things can change like there's definitely like we've been like on this sort of like similar platform for so long that definitely things have changed yeah yeah Yeah, for sure yep so we'll see where we're at it's always fun yeah um I'm gonna kick us off with a fun one um, because it's always like a personal challenge for me. Um, contrast buttons or coordinating buttons? Ooh. Hmm. I like coordinating buttons with the understanding that coordinating doesn't necessarily mean matching. Like, for example, my, um, my pink, uh, camp shirt with the, with the, uh, 
s'mores mm-hmm, print mm-hmm. that I made <gasps> at Socation last year. Oh, I, I finished. Oh. It's so cute. I finished it up um, with like some wooden buttons that kind of match with the graham cracker, but you know they're not the same pink as the rest of it. Mm. So I was proud of that one. Um, so yeah, I, I tend towards coordinating, but not necessarily matching the main color. Got it. Mm-hmm. I'm a contrast. Not for I do love a contrast. It's it's also for lack of planning. Mm. Um, <laughs> if I'm like, you know, I usually get fabric with not really an idea of what I'm making, so I'm not like picking up matching buttons with it. So I just go into my button stash and. If I find something matching, great. But I do like I do like the look of the contrasting button. Yeah, for sure. I do that a lot. So contrast for me. I've I've definitely moved more into coordinating. I feel like when I first started making garments and I was like using quilting cotton, which is like a stage I feel like everybody goes through maybe. Yeah. Um, I was all about the contrast buttons. And I swear though, I I think that I always regretted it later because like I just got sick of them that much quicker. Maybe I don't know. So I'm more on, I'm also like always, always tempted because I source a lot of my buttons um, secondhand, like either there's a vintage shop near me that I frequent uh, regularly and also um, a great secondhand store that has a really nice selection of buttons. And I'm always tempted by like the kind of, like more vintagey looking ones or the more interesting buttons. But I know like, I don't know. I just, I tend to get sick of them more quickly because they're just more front and center. Maybe Um, I'm also, I'm just picky about buttons. I've gotten better. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like for a while, every single button up top, I did. I did like an Instagram poll, like help me decide. Um, and now <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I now I just decide and move on. But I will, I will fret for a good like four minutes over button selection. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, next one, gingham check, gingham slash check. Get it in your mind. Or stripes. This one's easy for me. I'm definitely stripes. I love. I'm stripes too. Yeah. I, I love gingham, but it always goes back to when I was in eighth grade and doing Tom Sawyer, um, the musical. And so while I love gingham, I very rarely actually do anything with gingham so if i'm making something for myself it'll be stripes yep yep i always think with like gingham or checks or like any kind of plaid i like fall in love instantly and then i'm like oh i have to match this exactly and i i don't know how many times i've forgotten that when like not buying enough yardage or like getting into the process and thinking oh this is actually a lot more complicated than i wanted it to be um, but now I think I'm, I've finally learned my lesson and I just haven't been buying as much. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, if it's a small enough scale, it probably doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but fun. Mm-hmm. Um, big floral or small floral. Depends on the floral. Yeah. Um, yeah. some of them may be. Like, I love this big floral. And then sometimes it's like, no, this is too much big floral. 
and then I need a small one. It, it's very, very dependent on the actual floral. But I like big florals. But not like really big florals. I like medium-sized florals. Okay. Fair. That's my answer. I like medium-sized florals. Fair. I like big florals. I'm wearing a big floral right now. Um, and I, I like a big floral. Nice. <laughs> this was a trick question because I'm neither. Like I don't like florals much at all. Um, I like maybe I like I like a vintage floral, like more of a I don't know throwback. I think if I had to choose though, I'd probably go big floral and like have fun with the scale. Um, mm-hmm. But not much of a floral person. It took me so long to figure that out. It was yeah, yeah. The the really small florals, like calico kind of florals, also take me back to Tom Sawyer in eighth grade. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, yeah. I I really enjoyed that show, but I just can't. I I just can't dress like I'm in it. <laughs> apparently, I feel like it's had a major impact on your fashion choices. I didn't realize how much it had until all of a sudden I was talking about it constantly. <laughs> um, this one is fun because it, this is like a a trend going. I it's probably on TikTok as well, but I'm seeing it on Instagram a lot. So, here we go. Big shirt, little pants, or little shirt, big pants, or big shirt, big pants, or little shirt, little pants. I hope y'all I got love that. this one. Oh, my gosh. And I was reading this as laughing. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's it's hard to follow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just about how you combine and, like, create your outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tend towards big shirt, big pants. Yeah. I like. I like loose hanging, comfortable, wide, all of that stuff. Probably doesn't really flatter my figure, but oh well, I'm comfortable and that's the important thing. Yeah. I used to be little shirt, big pants, but my maternity style is very either big shirt, big pants or big shirt, little pants. Like I'm wearing like big blouses and shorts because it's so hot, but yeah. So, but yeah. Love it. I think no, I'm never little shirt, little. Pants. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> I think no, I'm... not since I was in college. <laughs> I'm little shirt, big pants. I think in the summertime because mm-hmm. I wear like a lot of elastic waist yeah. pants. But I think I'm maybe more big shirt, little pants in the winter when I'm wearing like big cardigans. And I'm still, mm-hmm. I don't, I have still have some skinny jeans. Um, in my wardrobe and so like balancing that out with like a bigger top um, is usually I think so yeah big shirt little pants for winter I just love that one and I feel like it's so so good to look at that and then think about like how you do it and if you want to try something different and like or if it's working for you that's totally fine too it's just I think it's neat to think about how you put outfits together usually Mm -hmm. yeah um, I have another button one. I real I wrote this down that I realized that you had a button one too, but buttons are there's always lots to talk about with buttons. We should do an so. episode on buttons. We should. I love it. Um do we like shank buttons or buttons with holes? I like buttons with holes. I don't like I don't like sewing through shank buttons. It's annoying. How about you, Amanda? Um I probably, I sew more buttons with holes and I like two hole buttons because you can do those on the machine a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do have some cool vintage shank buttons in my collection that I think would look really cute with like 
on a camp shirt or a button up or um so I I've got them in there. I just haven't used them yet cuz I'm not sure. Sometimes they look sometimes it's more about the look than the the yeah. functionality and like sewing them. So they tend to look a little dressier to me, which I don't mm-hmm. I don't make a lot of dressy stuff right now. So um so if I had to choose I'd probably do buttons with holes. Yeah. I like the look of shank buttons a lot. There's this I think it's Someone came out with a dress. I forget what company it's, but it's like the covered shank buttons mm-hmm. all down the front. It's very pretty. Um, but I hate sewing them. <laughs> and but so buttons with holes just for sewing sake. Yeah. And I tend to use them a lot more. But if it's you're doing something a little bit elevated yeah. for sure, I love a shank button. But um, majority, yeah, button with holes for me. All right. So what is worse when you're sewing? Already always running out of bobbin thread. Or always breaking a needle. Needle. Because if you're constantly breaking needles, you're doing something wrong and or there's something wrong with your machine or there's something wrong with your fabric and running out of bobbin thread is just something that's supposed to happen every once in a while. Whereas the needle breaking is like, no, stop, stop doing that. <laughs> Dinosaur both rock. can happen mid, yeah, both can happen. I um, both can happen just mid seam. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. And and running out of bobbin thread is annoying. Don't get me wrong. But oh yeah, no, I'm, I know. <laughs> if I'm going to have something repeatedly happening to me, yeah, I suppose I suppose if like the bobbin thread kept breaking or something, um, that might be very very yeah. irritating. But you know. I can I can live with the bobbin thread. That's that's expected. The needle mm-hmm. is a little bit more like, eh. and of course I've had personal experience where I've broken needles repeatedly on projects and didn't really know how to deal with it. So um, mm-hmm. I have some personal background there that's making me angry. <laughs> I'm so used to breaking needles that it doesn't really bother me, and it's such a quick fix i feel like bobbin yeah. it's like you have to take yeah. off the machine usually and like stop what you're doing for a longer period of time yeah um, so i'm gonna go with bobbin thread i mean it's expected and like but every time i'm surprised <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have to like for me it's when i'm embroidering running out of bobbin thread is way more oh. annoying than breaking a needle because you have to unhoof it yeah and that like read like yeah, but just sewing, breaking a needle is, um, I don't like that. Because also needles are expensive. Like, mm-hmm. like, a re- like I, I got like, um, uh, from work, like I got sent like a bunch of needles, but they're like running out. And so I had to go buy some. I was shocked at how much they were. Yes. I was like, oh no, maybe my new needle, new project needs to hold off a little. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Budget it. <laughs> little budget. Yeah. You know, thinking about this one too is like, I don't have a machine currently that tells me when my bobbin thread is low. <gasps> oh no. Um, which is not a problem with the like with a horizontal bobbin with a clear case over it because you can see it. But on my um, semi-industrial mm-hmm. vertical bobbin, you know, I have I I don't want to take it out and check to see where I'm at, so I just run out and curse a little and move on. Um, but I've also had machines that do tell me when my bobbin thread is about to run out and it's so annoying sometimes because I'm like, well, I want to, I can go a little bit further. I know how far, oh, I know. you know, if you can mm-hmm. see the bobbin, 
You know, oh, I've, yeah. got, you I've go. got an inch left on this hem. Exactly. I'm sure I've got that much bobbin thread left. Like, and it stops every two stitches to tell you that. Oh, I know. So I, yeah. yeah, I've gotten to the point where I know how much, like when I, like, I know how much I can still push it when it like reminds me. And then I still sometimes forget that it reminds me. And then I keep going and then I actually do run out. <sighs> Cause I wish it like give you a little bit less lead time. Yeah. My machine. It was like, like you have, I wish you really only had an inch or two, but like I can do like a lot when it tells me yeah maybe there's it'd be cool if there was like a setting like when do you want to be reminded when you're like imminent danger or like 15 minutes away from running out exactly like be nice to be able to customize that for sure that's so funny all right sweet or savory uh snacks in the sewing room i i don't snack in the sewing room I just, I don't. So neither. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually don't either. I just drink coffee. Like, yeah. cause I sew a lot in the mornings now. So I'm more drinking coffee and like really, really surprised I haven't spilled coffee on a project yet. Um, I'm sure it'll happen, but I'd probably, I'd, I'd tend more on the sweet cause I feel like savory, it tends to be a little messier and like cheesy, yeah. salty, oily, um, so I'd probably go sweet. Mm-hmm. I, if I, I do not normally snack, but when I do, it's usually like savory, like a little bowl of popcorn or something. Ooh, popcorn's or, good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like popcorn's a good sewing, uh, snack, but not one that's like too buttery or else I will butterfinger all over my <laughs> Yes. I need those little, like, you know, when you go to like the little tongs. Yes. The <laughs> tongs. <laughs> I wonder if you could use those for like sewing tasks. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or I just put my face in the bowl and then put my tongue and whatever (laughs) sticks to my tongue. That's (laughs) That's so efficient. I love it. Yeah. So way to go. uh, Yes. (laughs) Okay. So if someone was presenting you with, and you had to do it, like you had to do this alteration. Would you rather like fully alter a pair of jeans? Like it, this jeans needed like a repair and like a fit alteration or a bridesmaid stress alteration? <laughs> Man, they're both kind of terrible. I know. Yeah, they're awful. <laughs> I, I, I might pick the bridesmaid stress because mm. I feel like too, like I was, I was like the bridesmaid dress could be really special. I mean, it is special. But like, what if this is someone's favorite pair of jeans, and you're at risk of oh, like, oh, that's a good ruining point. them. Um, mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would go with the bridesmaid dress because I have not worked a lot with. Um, I haven't worked a lot with denim, but I've worked with plenty of like awful. Oh, you would have like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I I've but yeah that would. To me, I would be a lot more comfortable taking on a bridesmaid dress than I would be a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. I would rather do, I think I would rather do jeans. Yeah. Because they're just a little bit more um, forgiving. Like a bridesmaid's dress, it's like, you know, it's, if especially if it's a custom one, like you can't, like the wedding's coming up and yeah, like time. you mess mm-hmm. it up and there's like jeans, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they're not like so necessary you know they are but you know um so I would rather do jeans I just, just I like the pressure of a bridesmaid's dress I can like, see that. <laughs> I feel like yeah. jeans are 
they're tricky to take apart. You know, they you, are you got your too, buttonholes, yeah. you got your your waist. Um, I don't know. It's they're definitely there's so many seams on like traditional jeans and like so much top stitching and stuff. I feel like it's, but then you know, there's super fancy bridesmaid dresses out there as well. So, yeah. do you um, want to hear a little story? Yeah. Yes. Um, my friend got married when I was, I'm not sure, I, I was barely sewing at the time. It was right, right when I had started learning or maybe a little before even. And um, so I was a, I was the bridesmaid and then she had two other bridesmaids and one of them um, had her grandmother do the alterations and this was a halter top dress mm. and the grandmother measured how much um, she needed to take out of the halter top to make it fit and then instead of taking the total amount out of both she or out of one or out of each instead of do, taking the total amount out she took the total amount out of each strap oh instead of splitting it uh, yeah instead of splitting uh, it yeah. and she kind of looked at it and she ended up making it into a uh, strapless version oh, of the dress yeah. which was it, it did look great, and, um, and of course, it looked different from the other two of us, um, but, you know, it was kind of like it was what it was, um, so that was a thing that happened that I did not do, so yay me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just, oh, I've, I, I mean, I can handle a hem of one, but it's still super annoying. Like all the layers. Yes, and, you're right. Mm -hmm. Those hems yeah. are pretty obnoxious. Oh, yeah. They are. Anyways. For sure. Um, I think the next couple of questions I wrote down. Yay. Um, so fabric first or pattern first? Mm. Such a good question. I used to be pattern first, like very dedicatedly which is not a word, but I was, that was always how I did it. Um, Cause I just felt like if I did it that way, I was more likely to actually make the item um, and right. be really practical about it. But I feel like I've kind of switched to more fabric first now, especially because I'm getting a lot of um, secondhand fabric and mm, that is just yeah. you buy what you find and then kind of retrofit it from there, which I don't know. I feel like in some ways, I mean, I, there's there's benefits to both but I will say with with the fabric first I think it's nice because you can like sit with the fabric for a little bit and really think about what it wants to be and like I, I feel like if I do that I tend to make better decisions mm. mm -hmm. yeah I used to be fabric first but now I'm definitely pattern first because yeah. I need like my like certain functions and pattern like you know like specifications um right now and like it's just so much easier to buy you know it's less expensive to buy patterns so totally <laughs> yes and yeah so I have a list of patterns that I need to know so I I'm pattern first um for sure now I'm I'm usually pattern first um sometimes I I buy some fabric without knowing what I'm going to do with it and then usually I don't do anything with it for a long time so that's why I do try to yeah. have a pattern in my mind about what I'm going to do with something before I buy it, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. You're right. I will say, like, if you buy fabric first, like, my, I have a lot of secondhand fabric just sitting around, like, for years. Mm -hmm. that's, a, yeah. that's definitely I, a con. 
I've still got that silk brocade that I <laughs> don't know what I, well I do know what I want to make with it but I still haven't found the pattern for it yeah. so yeah um so trying to find my place on the list so chalk or pen when you're doing markings I use both yeah I think I like chalk better um but I do love the the iron away pens. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just kind of every time it's kind of magical when they disappear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think a lot yeah. of it for me is is just what the fabric is mm-hmm. and yeah. you know what color it is and what what I need to be able to see. And also, um, sometimes if it's the right fabric and the right pattern, I just use a pencil. It doesn't come off, but if it's a notch or something, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I use both. I use chalk if I'm like tracing out a pattern piece. I use the chalk to trace around it. But if it's a dart tip or pattern markings, I use the pen. So I mm. do use both. Um, for sure. Cool. All right. This is inspired by something that Amanda said, I think, on our last one. Uh, do you stitch your ease stitches on like your uh, sleeves and stuff or do you just kind of fake it? I totally fake it. Most of the time I will, and I'll also just try to install it flat because I think it's easier to fake it if you're installing yep. it flat. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned the like pinning technique of like just pinning through the ease instead of um, stitching it in. And I will definitely try to do that 85% of the time um, mm-hmm. rather than doing ease. I don't know why it's, I just don't like gathering. I need to just get over it. I, I have my <laughs> my um, trick for my sewing machine that it'll it'll kind of gather it for it uh, for me. But I don't know. I just have a mental block when it comes to gathering and and e stitching by hand. And then it, I don't know. Not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I used to fake it, but. I found like, I'm not a good faker at that. I'm a good faker at a lot of like other sewing things, but that specific, (laughs) like setting in a sleeve, I just find I get frustrated and I like end up taking it. I just, uh, cause I, it really annoys me if I do get a little like pucker or a little like pleat in there. So I do do ease stitches when it comes to sleeve, but it's for other things. If it's not a sleeve, I'll usually, I'll usually fake it. Like sometimes like, what is it? There's a, some other things that sometimes you have to ease it in like like a waistline to a waistband sometimes mm, they have you mm-hmm. put it it's like oh no I'm never doing that but right. sleeve specifically I do ease stitch yeah. <laughs> um I will ease stitch when it seems necessary and fake it whenever I think I can get away with it yeah and do it flat as often as I can oh yes you know I think it maybe it depends on the type of fabric you're using because I feel oh, like totally. you know if you're using something satiny or something where those puckers are going to show yeah. like and I just don't sew with that very often mm-hmm. but like linen and cotton I feel like if there's a little pucker you can sometimes like smudge it out yeah. and like mm-hmm. scratch it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> scratch it out it's just it's a little bit more forgiving in those moments um yeah yeah for sure 
I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking of Amanda sewing up a little satin blouse. Yeah, <laughs> she's doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I'm trying to picture Amanda wearing a satin blouse, and I it's know, not that's... happening. <laughs> no, I'm gonna sew some satin just to prove you wrong. Actually, I'm yeah. probably not. It would be kind of cool to see one of your like sh- like in a, like a, a beautiful like silk mm-hmm. could be like so elegant. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the most drapey I usually go is like a rayon blend. Yeah, I have a few. Yeah. I made a like a camp shirt in kind of a silky. Um, I don't know what kind of fabric it is. Um, but it was it was nice because it was kind of a nice juxtaposition of like the camp shirt with a yeah. kind of silky, and it was floral. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so I do wow. sew florals, but it was kind of a vintage floral. So, yeah. Uh, well, I can definitely uh, the new one. What's the name of the new one? The Ruth blouse. Yes, the Ruth blouse. I can mm, definitely I see that, that in like a in a silk. Yeah, that would be so pretty. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, I I could. Yeah, I do, and I do tinsel from time to time. Pretty drapey, mm-hmm. but also pretty easy to sew with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and your stuff is your stuff is by definition very everyday. Yeah. Kind of clothing. It is not. Oh, yeah. And I could totally see making a Ruth blouse in silk for a like special occasion blouse, but um, it wouldn't. I don't know that it would fit into your brand. Yeah. But it would be really pretty. But you know, yeah. like a silk knoll would for sure. Oh, for oh, sure. Yes. I love silk knoll. Yes. I love silk. I mean, knolls. it's definitely it's still one of my favorite fabrics. Um, I have a final question and this, I was thinking we could like chat about what we're currently into, but the question is podcast while you're sewing podcast or music or TV or audio book. What's your pick? Mine is usually podcast, sometimes music. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just in the mood to sing along, along with something really goofy, some goofy musical, because that's what I listen to. Um, but most of the time it's usually a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it's always a podcast unless I have Jay in this chair. Then I put, I like Googled like baby music and it was, we were, it was playing like Mozart and yes. stuff. So like, for, <laughs> yeah. So I've been listening to music, um, when he's here. So he has something to because he won't get you know he won't like my true crime podcast right (laughs) so i've been doing music like and it's funny julian's like he's like what are you listening to i'm like you know youtube playlists like baby music i love that awesome (laughs) i'm i'm all music all the time because i feel like there's just so many people talking in my house all the time that I get enough talking. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but I, I have watched shows like slash listen to shows. I have like a little Amazon echo show. Um, But so the, the screen is teeny. Um, But I, I always get, I get a little too distracted when I'm doing that and I start to make mistakes, but it's so funny because I always, always, always like, associate that garment with whatever I was like yep. listening to or yes. watching and totally that's kind of fun yeah 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 I do that too with podcasts like I remember if there was like a certain like series of 
like I remember there was this motorcycle jacket and I listened to the podcast S town. Well, like listen, and I just think of like it when like, I just know, I just, I made that jacket while listening to that. I just, yes. it's just ingrained. That's so cool. Yeah. You, you know, and it's, it doesn't just happen necessarily with projects. I remember one time Meg, you were here in town and we, mm-hmm. we went out for uh, drinks down in golden mm-hmm. or drinks or snacks and probably both and then I remember driving back up it was the middle of winter it was nighttime and I can remember exactly what podcast I was listening to as I made that that drive it was like I don't know why that one stuck with me so Mm -hmm. very clearly but it did um and so yeah it's so funny what you associate with things you were listening to Mm -hmm. I wonder what the like the brain science of that is, you know, like that's, it's curious that like, I mean, music, I never, I mean, I occasionally, I'm like, I wonder if people want to know what I was listening to when I made them their shirt. Like, <gasps> that would be so cute to write yeah. on the tag. Yeah. That yeah. would be so cute. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I'm because about it, it. Yeah. Cause it adds an extra level. Like, oh yeah, someone did like hand yeah. make this, exactly. you know? Exactly. Oh, I think that's such a cute idea. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'll see. Or like, you know, just that would be a fun like story to like series or something um, mm-hmm. or a real series as well. Cause I definitely mm-hmm. go through phases of what I'm listening to. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And with that, like, do y'all have any current faves that you would be willing to share uh, with the podcast audience? Like other podcasts you're listening to, shows you're watching right now while you're sewing. We're we're in the midst of, we're season three of Succession right now. Uh, Succession. And I don't, um, I it's not something that I'm, watching while I'm sewing because I think I'd just be like super angry sewing <laughs> yeah and like and you need to pay like that's such a good show yeah. you need to like watch it yeah I, I save like I watch like the bachelor yeah, like, yeah. Love, like that sort of stuff while I'm sewing because it's too boring to like sit down and actually watch but it's perfect background yeah <laughs> plus I think with the session like the um the acting is so good like I don't mm-hmm. want to miss all the subtleties of it mm-hmm. but I think I did I did watch um Shit's Creek while sewing and that was oh I mean, that's a good that's one. another really one that you want to watch but I felt like I could yeah listen to it and find out and figure out what's going on but that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much it for me mm-hmm. well my uh go-to podcasts at the moment are Behind the Bastards which um talks about terrible people throughout history um and you know like up to now it's pretty uh, so, much the you know, same as succession <laughs> probably i don't i don't actually know succession horrible but people. um yeah oh terrible people talk about i think the first episode is about um the the cowboy fan fiction that hitler liked to read as a kid and wow. like based his philosophy off of um and it's there's it, just all sorts of all sorts of things. Osama bin Laden writing was it Osama bin Laden or was it one of the others? Any no, Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein liked to write um, like to write uh, romance stories. Um, and then you get into like yeah, it's really it's fascinating. And right now I'm listening to uh, Cecil Rhodes, uh, the guy who named the who the Rhodes Scholarship is named for, and dang is he awful anyway um i also like to listen to case file which is a um 
true crime out of Australia. Um, but he talks about stuff all over the world and, uh, it's fun to listen to his Australian accent. And he, Mm. he's very, he's very, um, he's very good at his research and goes very deep into things and a lot of fun there. Um, on the TV, we, uh, we just started watching the second season of Good Omens, which I love. And we also f- just finished Miracle Workers, which is on Max, I think, and has Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi and mm. is really, really fun. Cool. I'm going to write it down. Very kind of bizarre, but but a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Before, well, like I was uh, pregnant with. Jay, when I was doing lots of like sewing and um, I would like binge listen to like Colleen Hoover's like audiobooks. I, li- I listened to like all her books. Um, I love listening to audiobooks, but now that was when I, I love like sitting down for a longer sewing yeah, session. But now, like, it's just podcasts are perfect if I just have an hour in the studio. I'm like just sewing something. So my like favorite podcast is called Watch What Crappens and it. it um Ben and Ronnie they just they're so funny they just recap all the real housewives episode it's that they do voices for all the housewives and all like the reality show I watch they are so funny and Julian and I we watched this show called Below Deck together and they like do the voices it's about like super yachts and like the people who charter them and it's all about the yacht crew <laughs> like who's like hooking up with who and it's just like, I like trash tv and a lot of my podcasts are just listening to people like the who also watch them and recap them <laughs> and yeah it's 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 great and I also love this podcast that it's recently they started it's called Too Niche and they do like really funny like hauls of things like I don't know they haul like goop products or like and they're just like really funny um and they hauled like the Taylor Swift eras and I, I don't know there's just I like like halls they're <laughs> it's kind of funny yeah. so that's what I've been listening to and also another favorite is this comedian Heather McMahon she has this podcast called absolutely not and I'm obsessed with her she's so funny I've seen her live once she came to Toronto and she's really funny and people just call in with their like absolutely nots and it's it's really funny so I, I yeah I do lots of like I I used to listen to a lot of true crime but now I just like the world so dark is scary and I know sometimes and I'm just like I need to laugh this is why sometimes I pull out my cheerful musicals because yeah. I'm li- literally listening to you know stories of people getting murdered and know. you know the terrible people who exist in the world and you know the terrible things that they have done in the world so yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sometimes I need my light. Yeah, it's so funny. And can I also go ahead? Oh, I just wanted to say for the record that Jay is going to be like twenty five, and you can put on an episode of So and Tell, and he oh. will just conk out. Nothing. We're three for three. Like I need to podcast more. Like he snoozes away. Like the I you know voice. the ri- yeah the riveting uh, conversations we have. Just the hot button topics. That the hot. Yes. <laughs> I just, I'm just like mentally picturing it being so ingrained in him that he's like a full adult and you're like, I'm tired of you. I want you to go to sleep. I'm turning on an old episode of We So Again. I should try that. Oh, I know. know. For listeners with little babes, like put us on, see if we can put your kiddo to sleep for you. Oh, he is awake. He's looking around. It's like, I haven't left the party yet. 
Yeah. No, he definitely was asleep. I keep checking to see if his eyes are closed, but... Oh, he's awake now. Oh, I woke oh, him no. up. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. He can't even really hear you because I have my headphones in, so it's I just know. me talking. I, so. still feel, I still feel like I just totally jinxed you. Oh, no. <laughs> um, well, that was super fun. I think I need to switch it up and, like, try some different things in the sewing room. Um, with music, I, I do feel like I have to – I've gotten pretty picky about, like, what kind of music I want to sew to, and it, like – can't be too fast and it can't be too slow and it needs to be a little bit like positive and <laughs> it's really yeah. like once you find something that really works for you but I should switch it up that would be a good balance out to um maybe I need some comedy I feel like I need some comedy because I comedy would be good everything we watch on tv is so dark like we did like yellow mm-hmm. jackets and then the last of us <gasps> oh we just finished yellow jackets and, like all of those are so dark I'm like I don't know if this is adding to my life in a positive way um it's very entertaining but like so so dark and it's yeah, yeah. so um so yeah mm-hmm. that was fun the, yeah the new seasons of what we do in the shadows is on right now i know amanda you've yes. watched that before the new season where yeah it's it's on right now Great. I love that show is so funny putting that on the list love mm-hmm. that show nice um that was fun i feel like i feel like i knew most of what you guys were gonna say yeah um not that we've talked about these things before but we just know each other now. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. All right. So let's take a quick break and then come back into our sewing spell. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome back. It is time for our Sew Inspo segment where we talk about the things that are giving us our sewing inspiration at the moment. Amanda, was it you who said that you had like three of them? I have three. So why don't you start us off? I'll kick us off. Um... The first is vests. Like I'm starting to think about fall, but there's I'm seeing a lot of like linen vests out there that you kind of wear as a tank top, and I'm very inspired <gasps> by that. Oh, so I love that look. Um, but then also like I just feel like there are so many different categories of vests, and I love them all. Like a lightweight vest, like a drapey vest, a quilted vest, 
more of like a sporty vest. Like I just, I love them all. So um, I'm getting, and I'm, I'm thinking too about what I'm going to make for my biz this fall and winter. And I think there's going to be like 47 different types of vests. Um, the other thing that's on my mind a lot is like a deep, I need to do a deep decluttering. Like I, I don't know if fall is the right time to do that. Um, Cause usually I feel like it's spring, but I, I have like the way that I think about making clothes for myself and shopping for myself has changed so much. And I just, I have too much and I need to get rid of some things. Mm-hmm. So that's on my list yeah. in part because I also need to do that for all of my children. Um, yeah. And I guess the season transition probably does make sense as a time to do that. So got to make that happen. And major life update. I bought some, I thrifted some jeans yesterday and <gasps> I've been talking about it forever, like making some more. Um, and then I was at the thrift store with my daughter <clears throat> and I found some good ones and I'm not going to overthink it and like feel really guilty. In fact, I feel great about it because it's making me excited about some of my fall me maids that I can wear it with. And I just, I can move on with my life and not only wear me made jeans and it's going to be okay. Yes, it is. That's awesome, Amanda. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Major life update. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. How about you, Meg? Do you have any sewing inspiration at the moment? Um, yeah, I, I, well, I have this, I really want to make this dress that the, the Howland, no, no, not the Howland, the ha- I even forget the name of it. What's it called? Let me <laughs> I have the instructions printed out right here. The home dress. <laughs> the home dress. The one that from LB Textiles. Yes. I need to make that one. I want to make, actually, I want to make the jumpsuit oh. version. And I have this red linen that I got. Mm. And it has, like, fruit printed all over it. Oh, and I'm going to make cute. Jay a matching outfit. And so that's what I really want to do. And speaking of decluttering, I already have, like, a little set aside thing oh. of Jay's like clothes that yes. are too, too big and I need to like, you know, wait, are they put too, them away. Are they too big or are they too small? Oh, sorry. Too small. He's too big. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, it's, it's sad, but I know you're growing. I know. <laughs> that was cute. That I was know. Adorable. Very on top. Yeah. Um, so just working on that. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds adorable. I can't wait to see pictures. Yeah. Um, As for me, I just remembered earlier today that I have some fabric that I got in Italy last year on my trip that is like cottony and light, lightweight, um, definitely summer fabric. And I didn't do anything with it right after I bought it because it was winter and I you know, didn't have anything to make with it. So I need to pull that out, see how much I have and figure out something to make with it. Yeah. So that is my sewing inspo. I will say that for fall, even though I'm not looking forward to it. I always, I tend to get a little bit more inspired to sew. Like Mm -hmm. there's just different fabrics to look forward to, different silhouettes. So yeah, at least fall has that going for it. For Mm -hmm. sure. All right. Well, fun episode, guys. I loved playing the game and uh, we'll have to bring the bowls back sometime. And we've got a few more ideas for future episodes. So I think we're in pretty good shape. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So thanks for chatting with me. And yes. uh, until next time, let's sew. Let's sew. Bye. <laughs> Here We Sew Again is produced by Amanda Carestio, Meg Healy, and me, Kate Zynard. Find us on Instagram at Here We Sew Again Pod or email us at Here We Sew Again Pod at gmail.com. Our show website is shows.acast.com slash here-we-sew-again. Thanks for listening, and now it's sew time.